This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's kind of weird talking about stuff. Talk about. It's, it's, am I loud? I no, I don't think so. It's probably your headphones. Can you just turn me down? Just your headphones? Gosh, yeah. Talk a minute. Hey, what's going on? Yep. Uh, you I clearly am the better shoot. Uh, that's too much. Up, up. Hey, yep. That's great. That's right. <laughs> You're almost back to where you were. Hey, hello. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to the MVM show. If you're watching on the YouTube channel right now, you're like, what in the world? <laughs> Coming to you remotely huh. from the great state of Nevada. Yeah, and you know what? We're gonna leave you. It just kicked off. There we go. A lot of things going on, guys. We can't. We're we're not gonna touch it in this one. We're gonna leave you guys hanging. Okay, if you're listening to this in the audio or you're watching the video, yes, we're in a different place. We're in a different setting. A lot of things have happened. We got a ton of podcasts to bring up. If I can even get all the people involved and try to get these done, I'm gonna try to put. I'm trying to. Gonna try to catch up because only I was doing two week. Last this before this, I just got one out because so much stuff's been going on. But I don't even want to touch it. We're just gonna do a hunt review of the one that's been on the YouTube channel, which was the Widgeon Hole, the public land Widgeon Hole hunt that me and Thomas went on and shot two limits. That was the name of the video. I think so. It's on our YouTube land. channel, Mid Valley yeah. Missionaries. Yeah, public land Widgeon Hole. So start us how out. Long, how long ago was that? That. I'm thinking uh, we're behind right now, but I'm bad. thinking that that was... Some we might just even miss all together, guys. Two or three weeks ago. Hey, no, I remember. tell us about our... Who is um, sponsoring this episode today? Well, we got many sponsors. Pattern Pack Ammo. Pattern Pack Ammo? Mm-hmm. Do you really want me to do this? <laughs> do you not want to? Oh, I don't... Not about Pattern Pack. I don't want to mess this up. Okay. So... 
this podcast today is brought to you by Pattern Pack Ammo. Um, it's a company that we're working with now, right now, that is sponsoring the podcast. But um, obviously, we only work with people that we truly believe in or trust. And uh, when when um, Tucker reached out to us with Pattern Pack Ammo, I thought, man, this guy's a genius. Great idea. I know some other people that have actually thought of this but never moved forward with it. But what it is is he is uh, has a company that you can go in on his website, patternpackammo.com, and you can pick out your specific ammo. He will build your box for you. You can get as low as five shells or a box of 25, and you can get Rio, Federal. All the major brands. Heavy shot, like literally pretty much everything. There's yeah. not much out there. Even Migra, I think they've got that too. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is, if you, let's say if you have a 12-gauge and you, you want to shoot three-inch, then you can go in there and try, say, four-shot, if that's what you want four shot of all the brands or you can try one brand and do two shot four shot six shot and pattern your gun to see what you like best so mm-hmm. it's an incredible idea and if you guys go in there and put the code in you will get 10 percent off and that code is mvm mvm so check them out guys i'm telling you um it's an incredible idea and you californians he just dialed it in that california is good to go so don't hold back you that are from california so let's now dive into this podcast. So that's a great way to save some money, by the way. It, it really is. You buy a new gun and you want to uh, pattern everything that you can shoot. It's a great way to have everything there, save some money, and uh, figure out what's best to shoot through your gun. Yeah, for sure. Instead of bo- <clears throat> buying a box and using one shell out of each one. So, Do we want to say anything about our other sponsors? Sure. I'll touch on it real quick. I mean, you, Canuba, they've uh, been treating us so great and... Uh, Courtney over there, um, she's she's great to work with, and they actually have a new blend of dog food. It's still the thirty twenty blend. That's the performance blend. But has Rocky been on it yet? He hasn't started yet because mm. it's just it's just now mm. switched for so, this year. For this year, okay. So he got his first box right before we left on this trip, which we'll catch up with this with you guys later. We'll try to catch up quick. We won't leave you hanging for too long. Try to get him out pretty quick. But we got so much stuff going on. We got to get caught up. But uh. So this public land widgeon hole hunt, um, this was our third hunt of that week. It was the last day. It was a Saturday. and uh, First we, time we've hunted there in that particular pond. Oh, yeah. Um, we scouted it the day before, um, got eyes on it, saw some birds in it about midday, I believe. How many birds are you thinking we kind of guessed? 80 to 100 or something like that? Mm, or was it less Just than under, you know, maybe 50 to well, 75 Well, we couldn't birds. see the one side. Right, too. we couldn't see the entire pond. Uh, it wasn't, it was a fairly small pond, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, Well, actually, I, I actually mapped with the Onyx, and it was like five, eight, four and a half acres. Mm, so Okay. Still, so, yeah. Still small. A decent-sized pond, but mm-hmm. compared to what we're used to hunting. Oh, yeah, it's nothing. Um, you know, we're not, we're not usually in that setting, so... It was cool to be in a, a smaller hole where you know if birds were going to come over and work that, you know, chances are you're going to be able to get a good shot on them. Um, it was a, I'm trying to remember temperatures that day, you think is in the 30s to low 40s? I think it was 27 that morning, I want to say. In, okay, at, at The low, the low. Okay. okay, so fairly cold. I mean, not too cold, but mm. good duck hunting weather, right? Yeah. Um, wind was not really there, which was unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but a clear, sunny day. Um, so, yeah, I don't think we had a crazy early morning flight. There was some birds, but 
not fast and furious. Um, it was more kind of steady, trickling in, which personally I liked better. Right, me too. Um, but we had a good, um, good variety of birds. Um, we actually shot quite a few widgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, we shot, shot six or seven. Yeah, six out of our fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we I feel like we shot pretty good that day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we shot a couple doubles. You did. You shot. I feel like you shot a little. I think your percentage was a little better than mine. I had I struggled a little bit. I actually struggled that whole weekend. That if you remember right, mm-hmm. I I was having a little bit of a hard time. I don't know. It was a little funk I was going through, but after that I cleaned it up. I've been I feel like I've been shooting decent. Yeah. But this was how long ago again? Was this two weeks this ago? This was Our th- opening weekend for us, so that would be oh, so October. 24th. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's been about it's a been month. almost a month. Yeah. It's been a little while. Sorry, guys. (laughs) If you watch the channel, though, you're going to see it. So, I mean, I know a lot of you. The reason we like doing these hunt reviews for you guys is that we we talk about lessons learned and things we could have did better. That's what I really like talking Mm -hmm. about because when we talk about it, it makes you better. Mm -hmm. And we also like kind of giving you background of all the details, whereas the video, you just get the high points pretty much. But anyways, you – so we started on the one side of the pond. Hold on. Let's back up. I believe – this was the first time, no, 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 first weekend of hunting that we were trying out our new videoing style. Yes, that's right. Um, wasn't the first day, but it was the first, you know, trip. Yeah. Where we well, yeah. tried to um, have one shooter and and one guy filming, and not just with a GoPro with an actual mm-hmm. camcorder. So, which I I feel like worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there is a lot of challenges in that. Um, some of it has to do with our cameras. Some of it has to do with not flaring birds, but also not being too afraid to video. Yeah. Um, it's a definitely a learning experience for me. Um, sometimes you have grass that's in front of you because obviously you have to stay hidden, right? We don't hunt under trees or, you know, a blind in this uh-huh. scenario. So you do have to stay down and stay hidden. Uh, in the tall grass that we're um, hiding in. So with that, trying to video through, um, if you don't have the right equipment, um, it can be a struggle to keep birds in focus. Uh, but, you know, with that, I've, and, I... And trying to deal with the dog. And trying to... Yes. You don't and dealing with the dog. You're never dealing with the dog, right. period, let right. alone trying to video and deal with the dog. Right. So, you know, Titus trained Rocky. I didn't have anything to do with that at all. Um, and so Rocky was always used to Titus handling him. This is his what third year, right? Yeah, third season. So third season, and he's used to that. So that was also something that got kind of got brought into the picture. Um, you know, trying to keep Rocky steady and from breaking because obviously everybody knows we can't have that. That's bad habit. Um, and also getting good video of the birds staying hidden, not flaring. You know, you're trying to walk a good line, especially if you're not in a like a in an awesome place. You know yeah, what I mean? Public land. Public birds. land hunting. Yeah, we're hunting public land. Um, you know, it's it can be difficult enough sometimes just to get birds. Well if you're and on top of that, if you're not staying hidden, you're not killing birds in California. Right. And yeah. <laughs> There's way more to go into that. But anyways, um, so I think, you know, I liked it personally. Um, 
I think people are kind of over GoPro footage as um, as am I. You know, I'm tired of seeing a tiny little dot out yeah. there because that's just I've the never way. Liked it. That's just the way that a GoPro makes things look. That's what GoPro was designed for: is close action, fast mm-hmm. action. So, um, so that was that was cool. Uh, starting that. Um, trying to think. So well, we were taking turns. Yeah, let's go. Go ahead. I mean, that we'll go ahead. You jump into it, but we covered that filming kind of on that one we did for the first day. So that was something we had talked about filming, <clears throat> but um, on the hunt, and we're trying to keep this shorter, just because we got people coming over um, this house. We're in an Airbnb right now. Like I said, that's a different story. But um, so we kind of we start out on one spot on the side of this pond then we end up moving to the middle which is kind of a semi-island mm-hmm. and i'm like not even going to try to remember who shot first and i'm not worried about that i just wanted to kind of cover like what what we shot which obviously there's something you shot and we'll get to that in a second that was really rare and i'm not using rare as a clickbait it was really rare for our area like extremely rare mm-hmm. it's not a rare bird it's a rare mm-hmm. for our area yeah i mean just to say we were hunting in the mountains and we shot a sea duck. Yeah. Uh, you know, just to be blunt, we shot, I shot a, uh, a surf scoter and we were nowhere near the ocean at, at a, you know, high elevation. So it was just so bizarre. We, uh, we actually couldn't even figure out like what, what in the world is this thing? Because we've never been, we've never been, well, but we were trying to identify because we knew it was a sea duck. We both knew it was a sea duck, or at least I I knew it was, but I couldn't tell you which one. But we knew, we knew when we shot this, everything was in in uh, season. No, no, we knew that scop wasn't, but I knew it wasn't a scop. That was the thing. Scop wasn't in season at that right. time. November seventh is when. Oh no, let me think about that for a second, because we already I already knew that. Like right now, my brain's fried right now from other 7th things. Sounds right. Well, that is. I'm just trying to think of in that zone. Anyways, we knew it wasn't a scop, mm-hmm. but we were trying to figure like, okay, it's a sea duck, but which one is it? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, is it a golden hen? Is it? But that was as it was flying. Once it hit the water and Rocky brought it back, that's when we started. I don't remember when I originally looked up what hen, but it was like instantly right away we knew it was well, a first, <clears throat> first we were like, what in the world? Is that a scop? And we're like, no. So we're like, what in the world is this thing? So we finally pull it up, and it was a surf scooter, which neither of us had shot a surf scooter previously. Yeah, you, you were know, a little so. disappointed at first. I'm like, dude, I'll take that. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a hen, but it was like, just for the fact of how crazy it was for where we were at, mm-hmm. it was pretty crazy. Yeah. It's something you'll remember. Yeah. I mean, you won't be like, you're not going to go mount it or something. Yeah. But it's funny because people on the channel were like, you need to mount that thing, but... <laughs> You know, whatever. Well, I mean, you really could. I mean, you know, it was so weird mm-hmm. that there's a story there. Yeah. You know? That's the, half the reason he mounts things is obviously because they're beautiful for a lot of reasons and they're studs or whatever this and that. But that one has an actual story. So it's pretty cool. You know? Yeah. It was definitely random. It was like that thing was lost. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but, but you know what? I, I It was unbelievable how many messages I got on Instagram and Facebook. You guys can follow us on if you want, Mid Valley Mercenaries. I don't really try to push it too much, but um, they messaged me, dude. Tons of people were saying, uh, we shot some in Colorado. We shot, 
And I'm like, what? That's so crazy. something is weird going on. Like everyone thinks there's something actually. It's global warming. Something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But the people that were saying where they've shot him, I was like, that is not normal for that area either as well. Yeah. Like you can go on the migration maps and that's not, those birds don't go there. That doesn't, it don't make sense. It doesn't, but, but anyways, really yeah, cool. so that was, that was cool um, shooting that. But yeah, so we shot, I think we shot pretty well. We shot, uh, I personally shot uh, three widgeon, um, that surf scoter and a couple teal. Um, I doubled on teal. And I doubled on Widgeon, I believe. You doubled on Teal? Oh, yeah, you yes. did. And yeah, I actually, shot that Ro one going away. Rocky made a great um, retrieve yeah. on that one. So one, so they were headed straight towards us. I shot one, fell pretty much beside me. My gun actually didn't spit out the shell, the hole all the way. I cleared that, turned around and shot and um, hit another one, but it fell into some pretty thick stuff. And took Rocky over there, and it's to the point now where, I, I we don't even aren't even worried about it. Mm -hmm. We just go, go take him to the area where the bird fell, and let just him work let it. him let him go for it. And mm -hmm. I mean, he's like he's batting a thousand right now. So <laughs> well, it's, it's awesome. It's you, such a great hunting tool. I like what we, we did. Let one get away the other day. Yeah, the, it wasn't on a video or nothing. Actually, that will be a video I'll put out. But yeah, he ended up. It wasn't really his fault though because um, we sold it, which is so frustrating doing that. And I really haven't done that since I started doing the full choke. But but the thing was, I don't know if I hit it or Paul Davis. We don't know who hit it because I feel like it, when I hit that thing with the full choke, so I'm thinking I must have missed. I don't know. But it sailed. Got him on the trail. Actually, Rocky did jump him up. It was jumping up, flapping. Uh, and then it like kind of like semi-flew again. Oh, uh, okay. And it was such a mucky pond. I just yeah. like, well... And that was like one of two that we even shot that that morning. So mm -hmm. it wasn't, I was bummed, you know, like mm -hmm. I actually shot another shell at it. But the problem after that, Rocky seen where I shot and he ran, you know, he runs mm -hmm. to see where he shoot. Mm -hmm. I couldn't shoot no more. Oh, and okay. I was kind of shooting where I couldn't see him, but I knew he was in that piece of brush. Yeah. Never seen him again. Yeah. So I don't know how much that you can really blame him on that one. No, I know. Not, you know I what I mean? mean? But I definitely wouldn't. Anyways, um, so <clears throat> you doubled that widget and that was, that was a great shot. And then, uh, double on teal. Rocky found that one. Um, I I actually scotched doubled on those teal, and they were right over the decoys. Mm -hmm. Literally, you can see them in the shot cam video. If you guys want to go check it out, you haven't just check out the YouTube channel, and it, it's something like public land widgeon hole. It's like the at this time it was like the fourth video back. Um, actually, I could tell you exactly. That's why I like doing this now. I'm doing it by episode, so it's a lot easier to reference back to. I haven't done that in the past, and I started doing it this season. Seems like this service in this place isn't that good. Okay, it's uh, episode seven, mm -hmm. and there's about twenty thousand views on it right now. It was done. Two, it was put out two weeks ago, but it's episode seven. Go check it out. Uh, duck season two thousand twenty. Cool hunt. Um, it was really fun. You know, it's into stuff that's been going on lately. You know, I told I've said this before in podcasts, but I've me and Tom have talked how we're living the best days of our lives. But things that have been going on, it's just like you appreciate those things more. Hanging out with, you know, me and Thomas getting to go up and do that. I'm glad that he, because I have a good schedule now, really good. And he ended up kind of getting, you kind of end up getting a really good schedule at mm. the same time almost for yeah. duck season. So we've really had a really good liberty mm -hmm. to hang out and not be stressed and like mm -hmm. me, you, mainly me, because that yeah. other job, I was always talking about it, thinking yeah. about it. Do you, can you tell him a little bit more 
little yeah. easier to oh, deal with. Oh, yeah. You're, <laughs> Am I easier not, to deal with? You're not as grumpy as you were <laughs> in the past and years. And I hated being, I don't like being Which, like that. you know, you were having to deal with things and about work until the night before a hunt. I mean, we wouldn't, couldn't plan anything and I know that was annoying to you. Because, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because you didn't know what you were doing until five o'clock the evening before. So, mm-hmm. and then I've, <clears throat> I've gotten a pretty nice little gig I'm on right now too, where I have, I have a pretty flexible schedule. So, um, yeah, it's, it's actually great for us this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to talk him into doing that job full time so we can just <laughs> always have an incredible <laughs> duck hunting schedule, but we'll see. Um, okay. So we're sitting at 20, uh, almost 20 minutes right now, but let's, I know we're probably skipped over a bunch. We're not going as super detailed as probably maybe we would like to. I'm trying to think. Like I said, I scotch doubled. On the we have a severe problem with losing focus. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I know. Sorry, you apologize <laughs> if you guys get annoyed. If you with guys us. still listen to to us. <laughs> you guys are dedicated. Yeah. Well, um, we got so many things backed up that it. I, I can't lie, guys. We are probably not at the top of our game right now, but we do our best. I I try to keep this putting this out i know thomas thomas knows good and well i try to stay on top of this to the point where it may get annoying to him sometimes but he's good with it now too so anyways but let's um let's say let's try to let's come up with something that we could we learned lessons learned from this let's let's finish with that i've i know right now where we can start off okay if i know you have something i'll tell you right now we thought there was gonna be more wind we know this Especially me, especially Tom's. Doesn't matter how long if you you can hunt one year and know this, you gotta have motion, mm-hmm. and you can't trust what the weatherman says. You can't oh, do it. Oh yeah. So we left back our you, motion. You yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Was it there. me? Did it was that no my fault? no no no. We agreed together. There's gonna be wind. The birds want the spot. It don't matter. Okay. Just because mm-hmm. birds want a spot doesn't mean that you can't make it better. Mm-hmm. And we left our motion behind. I was so mad. And we kicked ourselves. I was so mad. I go, so I've bought several pieces of motion, you know, uh, decoys. Motion ducks, pulsators, um, uh, other jerk strings, ripplers. And for some stupid reason, we didn't even bring it. And it was like. I don't know if we did do that. And it was so irritating because we've both talked about, or we've both said and practiced like, I'll never go out there, you know, without it or whatever, unless it, unless there's 15, 20 mile an hour winds, you know what I mean? But it was like, for some stupid reason, I don't know if we just weren't thinking or if we were in a hurry or what, this, what the reason was, but we took a dozen decoys with no motion and what happened? No wind. Zero. So like we have 12 statues out there and you know, the birds did want to be there. Yeah, so did. that did help, but... The difference between birds like fully 100% committing, not even, you know, questioning, second guessing it, and them taking a couple passes around could be no motion on the water, mm-hmm. you know. So it was that was a rookie move right there. Yeah. So that was definitely a big mistake on our part. What were you smirking for? Were you thinking of something else or was that what you were thinking? N- no. Uh-uh. When you, when you said that, I, I brought, I remembered that. Yeah. That was the main thing that I was worried about, um, and that is a rookie move. Oh yeah, that's not a rookie move. That's a that's a beginner that's noob. A, like yeah. you haven't even went. Like you're an idiot. How many times have you guys heard us preach that? 
yeah. on the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and the podcast. Well, and that does kind of go back to we thought that there was going to be more wind. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man. And we thought so, they were just going to dump in there no matter what. Right. And, and so like on that, it's like when, where do you decide like, okay, there's going to be enough. I don't need to worry about it. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, what we had t- agreed on in the past was no matter what, we'll bring it. If we want to use it, we have it. Mm-hmm. If we don't want to, leave it in the bag. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, it was, I a guess it had to laziness. be. It had to be because like I could have thrown in mine. That, that stuff don't weigh nothing. So, <laughs> you know. Until you carry it for like yeah. two miles. And then you carry seven birds in your back on top of everything yeah. else you're carried. So, but anyway, that's, I would say that's the biggest takeaway. Other than that, I feel like. You know, it went pretty good. We've been, and we've been doing a lot. This isn't a lesson learned. It could be, I guess, but I've done more packing on my back hunting this year than I ever have. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I like a cart. There's times a cart is gold. And it, it depends on and the it roads. Does. And we've haven't had, we've been hunting a lot of places where it was not kind mm-hmm. to use um, a cart Carts. and a sled and all that stuff. So, but you know what? At the same time, to me, if I have everything on my back and it's not a strap there, because I I got a little irritated on a recent hunt we had because I had like four straps coming off me, like a blind bag, decoy bag, a seat, and Rocky's dog stand or something I was about to snap. That's literally the words <laughs> I said. We'll talk about that later, but that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But when you have a backpack, even with a dozen decoys, your blind bag, everything in that one thing, which mm-hmm. I will highly re- recommend, Tangle Freeze, mm-hmm. Blind bag. Um, I'm sorry, decoy bag. They're 12 slot decoy bag. The and it had, I don't know if I told you this yet, but the the mossy oak one, if you don't get the timber or the um what's the other one? The marsh color optifade, mm-hmm. those other ones, the reason they're cheaper, they're smaller. Oh really? So I stink and ordered those other ones, got them in, and they are majorly smaller. Oh really? You can barely fit one mallard in a slot. Oh wow. So I didn't know just that. if you guys are ever thinking about picking those up, they're a little uh, bit cheaper too, right? Yeah, they're like okay. fifteen bucks cheaper. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, it's just cheaper because I, the camel. I pattern. thought that same thing. It's I almost not. bought those bags. They're smaller. Multiple times. Like, dude, they're like that. You can barely fit those. Wow. I don't. Even, I wouldn't even say you could fit the um, Dakota decoy hmm. packables in there. Hmm. Really. So I ended up putting the teal and stuff in there. I think, if I remember right. So, and the reason I got that different colored, not only was it cheaper, I thought, well, it help me remember. Okay, all my teal. Mm-hmm. And spoonies will go in that one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, that I highly highly recommend that bag because it's very comfortable. I think it is, and not only can you put your decoys, but you can throw your, a small blind bag in there, and a couple maybe if you want a spinner or something like that, zipper it up, and a thing you can go, and it's not beating on your back, your lower legs. It stays up above your waist. Mm-hmm. Pretty comfortable, mm-hmm. unless you're Harrison, because then <laughs> it might beat on him a little bit. Uh, depends on your height, but we're gonna have Harrison on here. We we had some good times, guys. We yeah. got so much stuff to talk about, and I guess we'll kind of wrap this up. Anything else you can think of? No, I mean say about I would that say hunt? that's that's the main thing. Uh, we had a good time. We were still able to be pretty successful. Um, I'd say everything else, our shooting, our hide, our calling was, you know, good. We we did our I, we did our due diligence and scouted it the day before and. Everything worked out. Yeah, it did. Yep. We, you know, we, me and Tyus were talking about how it's so much nicer for us, but it doesn't always happen is enough, having enough birds to take turns to video each mm-hmm. other's shots. Um, 
you know, <laughs> that's just how it is for us most of the time. Um, hunting public land, you know, you can try all these different spots, but sometimes if you don't have a good uh, reservation number or a good lottery or, you know, you just don't hit Enough that time, yeah, you you, sh- you can struggle for birds. So sometimes and it's just not, you know, feasible for us to do that. Right. And if we would have had, if we would have not took turns, mm-hmm. we would have been done another hour. Oh, yeah. Or so, or Absolutely. more earlier. Easily. So we're, we're, we're doing a little bit of sacrificing to do that, but it's not, and we're not saying, oh, we're doing that for you guys so you can enjoy the filming better because it seems like people enjoy it, whether it's GoPro or not, but we like to look at mm-hmm. it on the nice camera. Mm-hmm. And I like watching that. Like when I went back mm-hmm. and watched, after I was done editing, I was like, yeah. this is more enjoyable yeah. uh-huh. to watch. Definitely. So. But we are getting used to it. Mm-hmm. There's certain things I noticed, like getting a little bit more conversation, leaving it running a, the camera running a little bit longer instead mm-hmm. of just, oh, I got this one and then turn it off. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit more of just our conversation. Mm-hmm. But you kind of need to just hold it and let it record and forget you're doing it. Yeah. But we're we're learning that. The GoPro, you forget it's on your head. So you end up getting more stuff that's funny. And I think people kind of like that too. So you got to remember to do that. And then I'm kind of like, I like seeing the bird get hit. But the problem is if there's three or four birds, do you follow the one down and let, the, let it splash and then get the other one and let it splash? Or do you just keep staying with the birds? Because then if somebody misses, you never get the splash. And one of my favorite things is seeing the water, the bird hit the water after mm-hmm. you shoot it. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of learning. It's funny. We've been doing it for three years and now there's a new process going on, but it's really fun. And Thomas enjoys, I enjoy it. Um, Harrison went with us on a trip we'll talk about later. He's enjoying, he did good too. He is helping us film. So anyways, I guess we'll wrap that up. That's good for you. We'll call that a wrap and we got a lot more coming out, guys. We will see you on the next one.